I've heard you mention the most popular form of rejection, which is turning down. Yeah. yeah. And as I said, I've always believed the friend zone was an actual thing. But there was one of my colleagues back in high school. And like I feel like this was like a it was like a dichotomy, like people who thought the friend zone existed and people who didn't. Yeah. And the people who didn't, their perspective was like there's no friend zone because it implies that a person owes you a relationship. Do you believe that that was true? So if I, I put them, them in the friend zone, I feel like I owe them a relationship. No, no, no. The, the victim of the friend zone. Because there's always the people who are victims of friend zoning okay. that believe that the friend zone exists, right? Mm -hmm. And so the people that who didn't believe the friend zone existed thought that, or just believe that the people who do believe the friend zone exists just feel like they're they personally feels like they're entitled. Well, to they're entitled to a relationship. Yeah, like that's what the friend zone becomes. I mean, I just believe those people were taking it too seriously. Like the friend zone is just you've been placed. Yeah, I, that, you that's, like somebody, that's a bit deep. They don't let you back. That's that's a bit deep right there. Yeah. Don't nobody. Like I didn't know there was like a, a so like a psychology class behind. No. <laughs> that's a psychology class. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've just seen the friend zone as like what I think of it to be is like someone has just told you that they're not interested in you like mm -hmm. that, and they would rather remain friends. Mm -hmm. That's that's plainly that's what it is. Yeah, that's generally it. It's a small, it's a it's a smaller form of rejection, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like a, or I guess in someone else's way, it would be like because I'm assuming at that point they probably are have not confessed or something. Like, I would be irritated too. I would complain. 
Yeah, it's true. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like a, it's you expressing yourself because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's people who don't believe in their friends or are people that are getting what they need to get in a They're getting a relationship. They're getting people who like them. They're mm-hmm. talking. They're confessing themselves, and people are saying, "Yeah, I like you too." Mm-hmm. So of course, you're not gonna. You have to see it from both views. Mm-hmm. I guess for the conversators and the rest of the audience out there, definitely comment below if you think your friends don't exist or not. I know it's a whole school way of thinking. It should exist. <laughs> All right. Just but definitely, definitely share your thoughts. I want to hear what people. Because if it doesn't exist, what's what's there? What else is there? I guess people are just like, there's no friends in them. They're just friends. Like the friend zone and like that concept is like Listen, the bar. It's a bar, okay? You're a boxes. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like categorizing people. Like, that's not, yeah. That's like what? It's like categorizing people. You're you're a friend, and once I put you, it's like you have this line of people lined up, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this person comes into your space, and they tell you that they like you, and you're like, no. Mm-hmm. It's like potential, not potential. Like you categorize stuff. How else are we gonna get through life? My brain, my brain would be bottled. I mean, I guess if we didn't have categories, people would just be going on about their life probably happily. Definitely. But Definitely. we live in a real world, so. Do you have any uh, uh, bubbles. advice for people who are in the friend zone? In the friend zone? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I friend zone people, and I, I feel like it's probably very difficult for mm-hmm. people. You know, there are also people who just automatically friend zone them. Like, I don't know. I feel like. You think the friend zone is a mentality? Because some people are going to be like. Yeah. Um, I'm in a friend zone, but if you're not, if you choose not to be friends with this person, you're not in a friend zone. But that doesn't mean <laughs> you have a relationship. So. <laughs>
Definitely. I feel like you that, that's like I feel like with any moment, like with mm-hmm. any sad moment or with any like heartbreaking moment, like I feel like you start to gain parts of yourself back. Like yeah. it might be sad for you know a day or two, three, four. But I feel like after a while you just sit there and you're like, like you have to live. You have to live. That's the motto. You have to live. Like you have to live. Recognize that you are the captain of your ship. And like, yeah. This is just temporary. Rejection is just temporary. Yeah. Eventually you're gonna find somebody. And if you work on yourself, if you work on who you as a person, relationships will come. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't think about it, it will eventually happen. Somebody you find may like you. Somebody you find may like what you did for them or yeah. what you do as a person, what you do in your work life. Yeah. As long as you put yourself out there, you're surrounded by people you care about and you share good vibes with people. I feel like that energy will reciprocate and definitely live. Live your life. Yeah. I mean, because life is hard, but there's a lot of fun things to do and be I think that's it for the rejection side. Do you guys have any else you think we've missed or you wanted us to add? Definitely comment below or, you know, share our Instagrams. Yeah, your experiences. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't all have the same experience. We definitely don't. Some, yeah. beautiful, some people are beautiful, some people are mean. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! With that, we're gonna we're just gonna move on to the next <laughs> question. <laughs> so we can move on to acceptance. You confess, and the person was like, "You know what? I like you too." Oh my God! How have you felt that? Like people have liked me, and you like them back. Yeah, I'm like. I was the manager. How did that make you feel? Oh, it feels nice in the mm-hmm. moment. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's a very it's a very good internal feeling, right? Because you're and like I feel like when you first start dating or like when you're in high school and like you know that type of age and stuff, yeah. they consider it puppy dog love, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's you're in the puppy love, a puppy dog love phase. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really it's like they don't think of it to be anything real. Like mm-hmm. they think of it to be something that like yes, it's gonna be all sweet and dandy and so wonderful, you know, for however long it needs to be, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I think it's a good feeling. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure people who confess, you can probably see, like, if mm-hmm. they confess to something, someone says yes, and then you're like, oh, shoot, I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm stable. She just said yes. Like, did you just say yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good feeling. Like, for you and the other person. Yeah. Like, it feels, obviously, in general, it just feels good to be accepted. Like for yeah. someone to want you, for someone yeah. to be interested in you. Um, it's an all around positive feeling. I mean, I have, I'm trying to remember the last time I was accepted. I mean, that was when I was 18. And I asked this girl out. And then, yada, 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 lost my virginity. Right? So during that moment, what are you looking at me? I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I lost my virginity when I was 18. And 
I was in college at the time. But that transition between high school and college, I firmly believed that I was going to continue for the rest of my life. So guess what I did? I got, I made myself interesting. Right? I picked up new hobbies, I got into photography. Um, and I decided to like start a blog on Tumblr. I don't know, it's Tumblr, right? Rest in peace if you did. <laughs> but yeah, I decided to start a new blog and then I wanted to capture the experiences of African American women in New York City and their experiences of uh, racism. So I would snap a pic and then I would do like a short interview. And so I got about, I think, three people. And then the third person was a person I wanted to ask out. And then at that time, I was like, this may not work out, but you know, what the hell? So confessing was easier for me, right? And then. <laughs> There's no reason for you to be petty, Ms. Flirt. Who are you being petty? <laughs> this is the simp evolving, you know, the simp realizing that he's become an executive. Okay. I'm not giving my money to anybody, I'm making the money. That's right. What are you making the money? I'm making the money. Oh, okay. And so. Must have been wonderful. <laughs> so when I confessed, I wasn't really ever experiencing, expecting anything. And so when she said yes, I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that far. <laughs> I was like, I was ready to know. And that's, that wasn't even my self-esteem. I was just like, I wasn't really thinking about it. So I wasn't prepared for her to be like, okay, yeah, I'm interested. What's up? Like, yo, oh, she actually accepted me. How, what, what do I do now? I don't, I'm not too sure. Everyone has been in this situation, but that's the question. What do we do? What do you do after? Yeah, after you've been accepted, what do you what do you think? Do you start planning dates? Do you start? Yeah, you do. You do what any any other couple does. You, I feel like people typically, obviously, the kisses come at some point, right? Yeah, the kisses gonna. Come. You kiss that woman, they're they're accepted. Uh, you don't bust his ass. <laughs> what are you doing? lips for. <laughs> no, you work to that. You work to you that. You have to work to that because there's tact. Mm -hmm. There's tongue. She has to figure out you want to really lock lips with this person at this point. Nobody's thinking of that. Unless y'all are very freaky and very. And at that point, I, he's just infatuated with your body or she's mm -hmm. just. Infatuated. That's just too quick. Relax. Calm down. Okay. Like, because there's a point where you need to get. You need to talk. You need to have some conversation. I feel like a lot of times that people start, you know. They start holding their hands, they walk down the hallway. Like you yeah. do a lot of like things together. Yeah. And like you have certain conversations. I feel like the marriage conversations pick up after that. Or the kid conversation. Oh, I didn't kiss you yet. I yeah. got a little kiss with it. Then then all the sweet little conversations come in. Definitely. I definitely feel like it's it's definitely an awkward time. Nobody's like perfect at you just keep talking. You know? Maybe when you're adults. Any like super experience, like those relationships definitely will look different. Mm -hmm. When you're young, 
Like there's definitely an awkward stage. You know, you gotta get to know this person. I think that's what you do. I think that's what people mainly do yeah. a lot of. Like you just you're either getting to them or you're kind of giving it <laughs> one or the other. So I feel like number one priority is just talk to the person. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to, the conversation has to start somewhere, and then I feel like all the other moves will just come along the way. So I feel like you'll you'll find out like maybe you guys like did a story to party like, oh maybe we should go to the park today. Yeah. Or maybe we should play ball together. Like mm-hmm. those little things pop up out of nowhere. Definitely. That could be that could be a nice day. Like people think like movies and dinner. Well, I mean dinner is nice, you know, you can talk over food. But definitely don't try movie. Try like a walk in the park, you know, get some ice cream. Make the intimacy the day. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but I think that's what that's what they do a lot. Yeah. It's like for just being together. Mm. Oh, baby, stuff like booty. <laughs> you think there's an important question to ask the person you're trying to get to know? An important question. Yeah. What's a, a must do? You know, I'm very I'm I'm a, a I'm an observer, so like I just I like to watch mm-hmm. people and the way they move and interact. Certain things like that. That's I don't know. I don't I don't ask too many questions because you could give me an answer, but your 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 actions say totally a total difference, mm-hmm. right? So I can ask you, but I would hate for you to lie to me. So I feel like if you're gonna ask them any questions, like you can ask them, you can probably potentially just ask them questions that are like burning in your mind, and you're like, dang, I want to know the answer to this. But I feel like people will show themselves to you over time. Mm-hmm. Like, you won't even have to ask a question. Like, you'll just know by the way that they move. Mm-hmm. It's important. I'm throwing that out there. Our conversators out there, just be very observant. Yeah. I feel like that's important. <laughs> and by the way, we know conversate is not a word. Yeah, we're just. So don't comment and be like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm going to stop watching this podcast. This dude is like, conversate. That's what we're we called. the word, right? Yeah. We are here creative. Yeah. Black businesses. Yeah, we're just, that's just our word. That's what we're calling it. Yeah, so besides that, I just want to put that disclaimer out there. But, okay. Why? Do you think there's an important question? Like, what question could you possibly have to ask someone? No, I mean, I meant it more of like a question you feel like this person is really going to think about their answer. I guess mine would be, I have one, but I'm trying to rephrase it. He's in the works. It'll come back to me. But yeah, I mean, I'm just, I just feel like people, and I guess that's because I'm a very, I'm I'm just a silent observer. Like, I just Mm -hmm. need to see what you're going to do. I mean, for me, I I feel like I would ask one important question is like, do you believe you believe this relationship is going to work? What is that? Because I feel like when you first start dating, of course you'll believe it's going to work. You got to let the, the the outside forces come in and try to bottle with it first. I feel like with that question. Because I feel like that's an ongoing question. You can mm-hmm. ask that question at any point. But when you hit that with them in the first 
I, I feel like you can grasp how these people, well, how your partner thinks. I guess somebody that might be like you just now is like, yeah, I don't really answer that. But if somebody who really was like into the relationship, I'd be like, yes, I do. And this is why I believe this work. And they'll probably explain what they can do. They probably, you know, talk about how they will support you, make sure that whenever you're feeling down, they're there for you. Whenever you need somebody to help in any type of situation, they will take the part to help you out. I don't know, I just feel like it depends on the person. Yeah, no, I was going to say that. Like, yeah. it, it heavily depends on the person and it depends on how they speak. <laughs> Who's expressing, expressing that? Come on now, let's be real. They're like, you ask them, you think this relationship, of course it's going to work. I'm, I'm going to do everything I need to to make sure that we stay together. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to make sure that you are always I'm, I don't want to see you cry. I don't like who's. We have to realistically think about who's actually sitting there expressing this to someone right now. I mean, it would be wonderful. Yeah, please ask that question and see what mm-hmm. they say. If they're dumbfounded, then they haven't thought that far ahead. Mm-hmm. But then, but you know what I was thinking when you asked that question? I'm like, maybe you should ask them that before you were interested in them, or at the point when you decided to confess yourself. Because it's like you can ask someone. I feel like a good question. Do you expect this to go long term or are you expecting this and this to be a short fling? Mm. What is this? That's the magical no, question right there. The way that, <laughs> that's, that question is phrased, <laughs> that, that starts the heart. <laughs> so, that's why I feel like the way I approach was, was better? More peace. So, what's the. So, since you said, do you expect this? So, what would you. How would you phrase that for uh, hood? Type of, how could you ask that question to like someone who is a project baby? We'll get back to you after these brief messages. Next phrase. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, it's different. I feel like. I mean, you can't, I can't, like, realistically speaking, if I was to go back to my young days as a cocaine and go, do you think this relationship's going to last? You don't have to talk like that. I mean, if you... Do you think this is going to last? And they'd be like, what? What? What relationship? What? What is this? Then that's where the what is this comes into. So how can you... I feel like that's that's an important question to ask, right? Mm-hmm. How can we rephrase that? What is this? What is this question? How can, how can a girl mm-hmm. feel comfortable? How can a coquette feel comfortable pursuing or however she wants to do it? What can she ask instead of what is this? Hmm. Because you ask that, of course it gets the heart pumping. That's why they, they come with these questions and they're like, what is that? What is this chilling? What is this cool? What is this? People don't they don't want to use those real words. They don't want to use the words of like we are friends with benefits or we are they don't want to name it. Why? I feel like yeah. There's people that are uncomfortable with those terms, friends with benefits, they're just sex partners. Yeah. But at the same time, you're just setting up. You're just setting yourself for failure if you're not honest with those feelings. Yeah. Right? And so I know with intentions, like knowing that somebody's going to get turned off once they hear those terms. Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like it would be better for the both of them. It would be healthier if you can communicate that way. I like you, but I just don't want to take anything too seriously right now. Mm-hmm. And if you're not to say that it's going to solve everything, at least you'll get an idea. Yeah, you get an idea and you can frame this relationship. Okay, this relationship might be short term. He just wants to smash, and your expectations can be unsettled. Yeah. Instead of thinking that this man is going to like love you forever, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, you hit it three times and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like definitely speak to your partner. Get to know this person after the acceptance. And don't go too hard on the dates. We don't need heavy dates. Especially when you start dating, right? No, no. Like going out? Yeah, like you're going to take her to like Rockefeller Center and the rooftop. No, I'm down. We don't need all that. Yeah. Don't be Netflix and chilling, though. I'm about to. You need doing that? Mm hmm. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start about dating. Phase three. Yeah. The physical relationship. Yeah, so let them know let them know what you're considering. I mean, you probably already spoke about this topic. What do you mean? But just to reframe it back, what what you're considering the the frame of dating. So dating is the period of time where yes, you've accepted and you guys have officially determined that you're exclusive. No one else is in the picture, unless you're polyamorous. But right now we're talking about monogamous relationships. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not too sure if you know as much about polyamory. I just, I keep myself single. Yeah, you officially said that you're exclusive. What now? How do you feel when in your exclusive relationships? I feel like it's gone. It, I feel like it's always been somewhat well, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a flirter, is being wealthy. Hmm? You know, um, you chase. You saying? What are you saying? Because why not? But no, you know what it is. Okay, so let's put it this way. For a flirter, I feel like it's difficult because you have to cut these other people off. So be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to. There's this point where, since you've accepted this person and you're exclusive, you have to. I wouldn't say friends on these other people, but you have to let them know that you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. and then you're off limits. Unless you're just you want to continue to be a companion keep these guys on the side. Yeah. I'm not condoning that. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, but I feel like I feel like it's been fine. Depending if you're with someone, if clearly you flirted with this person at this point, so you probably still flirt with them. So it's probably you still get your what do you call it? It's like you're you're taking your your medicine. medicine? You get your you your get daily your, dose. You get your daily dose off. So it's not that big of a deal. You sound like a drug addict. No, it's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you were drug addict. Uh, former saint, get that correct? Thank you. <laughs> um, I drug in that case. Was basically, I mean, I got most of my experiences in college, especially with dating 
And then the first time it wasn't, that lasted about a week. And so even though she accepted, I didn't do my due diligence in terms of like communicating and you know, matching our personalities. Like those are the things that didn't think about. As you can tell, when she accepted, I was like, oh shit. And so I really had to manage my feelings. I realized like dating, I didn't want to be too overbearing because I knew at that point I was still a sensitive guy. But at the same time, I didn't want to be like emotionless. So I had to like, it was difficult for me to like find the middle ground. Was there like a part of a relationship that you found difficult? I feel like, which is funny, you know, you get into friends with people and mm-hmm. it's okay. And I feel like those flirts flirt with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, because we're, we're referring to dating, mm-hmm. we're laughing dating. I feel like it was maybe like high school when it started. I feel like obviously there were probably some like I had a puppy dog love probably in like middle school going into high school or so. Yeah. Like I feel like obviously that was a thing. And he was a little bit older. And I felt like obviously it felt like at that point, like I mean between the middle school and high school, I feel like that was a point of me like I was chasing really. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. Because that wasn't what I was doing initially. So it was it was interesting in that portion. And then I feel like in high school when I was dating, you know, um that one person, I feel like I feel like the hardest part, yeah. um, and I'll just name it like I'm average, right? And it's like good looking people, yeah. that other people are gonna want your person. And I feel like there, there's always this form of competition, and it's like you have to sit there and like, um, like you just hope that that person will stay with you, right? Mm-hmm. Like that they won't cheat on you. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've been cheated on multiple times in mm-hmm. my face. Like that's probably the most disrespectful thing you could ever do to someone. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a big portion of this um, that I like speaking of this, you know, this whole like worrying if someone's cheating on you. Um, I feel like, and I was getting butterflies. It didn't matter. Like, and, and it was interesting because, you know, they named these butterflies to be like, oh, you're in love, you give me butterflies. Like what, I, I had nervous butterflies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those exist. I don't, I've never had the good butterflies. Yeah, I never had the good butterflies that people were referring to. I felt like when I did get into a nice, Good relationship. I mean, you're the only one. But when I, <laughs> so annoying. When I did get into that kind of relationship, I didn't feel any butterflies. Mm-hmm. Like I felt at ease. I felt peace. Like I felt. I generally felt happy on the inside. Like it wasn't butterflies. But I feel like you have to, for the conversators out there, really lean into your butterflies. Like, mm-hmm. are they these good butterflies that people are mistake like calling it to be, or are they generally nervous butterflies? Like. The butterfly that like you just know you're like, damn, I know he's cheating. Mm-hmm. Damn, I know there's another girl. Like listen to those 
thoughts and those processes. And they might not be honest with you at that point. Mm -hmm. Like they might not come to a point where it's like that they let you know that they're cheating on you. Because who's who's gonna outright do that? But mm -hmm. I feel like during that time in life, the on and off and the on and off. And I would advise anyone, do not keep going back. If they do something to you the first time, they meant it. Like they meant it, and it's it's sad and it's hard to accept. But for the fact that someone could cheat on you and disrespect you like that, I think it is. They don't respect you at all. Yeah. Like that's 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 a bit deep. Like they they didn't think about you. You just became an inconsiderate soul to yeah. them. Like you just didn't even be a thought in their mind. Because there's there's a step you can take before you cheat on someone. You can just outright tell them that you're not interested anymore or like you just couldn't like you know there's like certain things you can do before that mm -hmm. so i feel like there's a lot of things that can happen after this acceptance and you know you're not dating there's a lot of bumps mm -hmm. that can happen during that portion that mm -hmm. like it's just it's not always all sweet and dandy like mm -hmm. it's it's really like some sad sad stuff going on yeah. like your heart will be it can be broken Mm -hmm. And you just have to. I mean, that brings up the point of like protecting yourself, right? Um, people, I don't think people generally think about protecting themselves because a relationship is supposed to be almost like a safe haven. You trust this person because they reciprocate your feelings and you feel like you have a connection with this person. But at the same time, just make sure that. When you start dating, that this person is really a trustworthy person, unless you guys, unless you've been friends with this person for a really long time and you yeah. develop that trust and you constructed it, if you're dating this relatively a stranger, it's it's not a bad thing to think about yourself before you think about that person. If they showing any red flags. Or if they aren't acting in the way you thought they would be acting in a relationship, definitely take that time to reflect and think about yourself before you. This person breaks your heart, yeah. and um, I know that's another thing that's easier said than done, but it's it's important to make sure you're in the right hands. Because you're placing a part of your being into this person's hands. Like you're giving trust to this person. So I think it will do justice if you slowly, if you think, if you take things slow yeah. and you gradually give this person your trust. Don't give everything at once. I know it may feel easy because your emotions are on a high, you're in the honeymoon phase, and you don't feel like you guys feel invincible. But at the same time, depending on like how you guys developed your situation, whether or not you guys were strangers, it's completely different from whether or not you guys started as friends first and then you got into a relationship. But even in that environment or instance, you can still get your trust broken. But I would say 
you're led as starred in as friends, that person has built a resume. And you can <laughs> determine whether or not this resume fits your job description, so to speak. I mean, that's, that's hard. I feel like your feelings are so strong for some people. Yeah. Like you could be very gullible and blind to certain things mm -hmm. just because you don't want to believe something. Yeah. Um, that's that's difficult. It's, it's dangerous. It's definitely dangerous. And I don't think a lot of people recognize the that level of danger. Like relationships can literally make people snap. Yeah. And literally make people shoot somebody, hurt somebody. Out of just pure jealousy, hatred, resentment. Like, you've seen these things online, and I'm pretty sure they've started because the relationship got bad, or she took my man from me, or <laughs> my girl cheated on me, so yeah. I killed the food. Yeah, it's, I mean, listen, I mean, like, for that, that cheating portion, I feel like you can't blame her, or you can't mm -hmm. blame. Whoever you cannot blame the person they cheated with. You have, you have to blame them. Yeah. Like they knew you were in this. They, they were in this. I mean, you say that, and I feel like people are still going to blame the party that was in. You knew this person was in a relationship. They are just right, though. I mean, for some situations, you could. I, I feel like if it's, I feel like it would depend on what what they know. Yeah. What did they know that you existed, or was mm -hmm. this just some random person from doesn't even go in either one of your circles, and yeah. he just didn't happen to, or she just didn't happen to express that they were in a relationship? Then whose fault is that? That's his or her, right? So it's like thinking about that. I don't know. Just please don't be blind, don't be gullible. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're young right now, and I know it's very difficult, but you have to. It's hard to accept. What's in your face, mm -hmm. and I feel like you, you have to be honest with yourself if you want to keep your your sanity and your soul mm -hmm. and you know the good parts of you. Because yeah. I feel like what I've done for the most part, like I've been mean on purpose just because of those situations. Yeah, and I feel like that's that that's not what I want it to be. It's just how those how those experiences happen to make me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you're watching this, do not be blind, do not be gullible. Name what you're looking at, name what's happening to you, mm -hmm. and then get out of it immediately. Mm -hmm. No matter how damaged it might feel, it's just going to get worse if you let it prolong. It's going to get worse. Definitely. Yeah, and it's not going to be happy for you in any way or form. I mean, I would say one positive. In terms of like a new relationship, can be obviously you're gonna have to get to know this person. Which like is always wonderful. <laughs> it's always, I mean, like anything new is always wonderful. But I guess it comes to the point of like, how do we take things slowly, make sure that, you know, things warm up. We don't wanna make things too hot because then things get burned. When you gradually warm something up, it's thoroughly cooked, and you become the best chef that you can be. Yeah, I mean, how can somebody take things slowly and control themselves? And you know, I feel like a big part of that is just communication, really. Yeah. Like you have to figure out 
what you're comfortable with in a space. I mean, like you have, like you have to just be honest, like at some certain point. Mm -hmm. Like obviously within those first six months, you're you're gonna want to ask that this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you have to have that conversation first, or you, you have to bring it up. Like it has to be brought up. Mm -hmm. It might come out wrong to mm -hmm. someone, mm -hmm. to the person that you're trying to tell it to, but it has to be brought up. Yeah. Um, and like you have to understand your comfortability level and then their comfortability level and like think about it. Or like if you literally need to sit there and set dates, like we can do this in three months, mm -hmm. then okay, like that's fine. But I feel like a communication is the biggest part of it because you can't make decisions on your own at that point. Yeah. Like that, it just doesn't work like that. Do you feel like when people put like time limits on their sexual intimacy, should that be stated before relationships are started? Mm, that's a good one. I listen. I think that's a you know, rewinding backtrack on that one. Yeah. So I feel like it would depend on what that person deems as important in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you know they're a very sexual being, which I you can clearly get that from people from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. If you know that they were like that, and then you, but you decide, you know, you want to wait till marriage to have sex. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you're not gonna get it. They're gonna get it from somewhere else. No, you you have to think about that. And mm -hmm. that's just the reality of the situation. Like, some people will not wait, mm -hmm. or they'll wait, but that's long. Like, mm -hmm. they'll be like, what the hell? Like, I'm waiting. No, you didn't even tell me. Like, well, I just, there's also instances where they wait, and then it's not really. Yeah. It's the most trashiest thing that, it, that, that they wanted to see, and I was completely recognize the risk. Yeah, so I, I feel like, see, that's where the consideration part comes in. It's like, if you know that this person is a sexual being, mm -hmm. you have to let them know that that's what you plan to do yeah. beforehand. Because they may not want to sit there and go through it. Or you may just be like, you might inform them, and then they'll be like, and then you'll probably just hit them with the, let me know how it's going for you. Yeah. Or something might change and you might change your mind. And then you'd be like, maybe I didn't want to have it. Maybe I just want to push it but like right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's but what's the good part in that communication? I feel you have to talk about it. Yeah. Like a conversation has to be brought up about it. I feel like if you know that there are certain non-negotiables that you have in a relationship, that needs to be cut out from the front. Mm -hmm. The very forefront. Like there should be no waiting for like it's a pop-up or for a question to be asked about it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what that's what prolongs the foolishness. Mm -hmm. Like because people will tell you, like, you know, you'll get someone and they're like, you could have told me this three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you're right. Like I, I literally could have told you this three months ago. Like you could have told me and you just wasted three months of our time. Mm -hmm. So like don't waste anybody's time. Like just if you have like some really hard found negotiables, mm -hmm. non-negotiables. Put it right there at the beginning of the relationship. As soon as they accept it, get that as a conversation within the week or so. Definitely. Like, let them know what you're thinking and how you are. I mm -hmm. mean, and I, I don't know. I feel like that's the best option you can go for. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with these ideas, there's always people that have like different levels of. Intensity with their with the way they approach relationships. Some people just like they just want to have fun. 
So everything we're saying right now is like irrelevant to whether or not their needs right now. Yeah, but that's mm -hmm. non-negotiable. They just want to chill. <laughs> Let well, me know. Yeah. I mean, on the flip side, there's people that want to actually they and their are struggling. Yeah. And so it's it's difficult because there's all of these like requirements and some people just feel like they're entitled to their choices, right? So if you do have non-negotiables, just make sure that it's stated. It's, it's going to be unfortunate if that person decides, okay, this is not what I want. But at the same time, that doesn't waste your time. Yeah. Your time is valuable. And you don't want to waste time on somebody that wants to have sex right now and they're going to be on the way at least like nine days. And like it's difficult because I mean some people just find sex to be really important. So I don't want to tell that person that their feelings are irrelevant, but at the same time they have to recognize that sex is life. A demand nowadays. Yeah. And it's difficult to find people who are willing to wait. So you have to be ready to be searching for somebody if that's really important to you. Mm -hmm. You have to recognize that if you have really controversial non negotiables like sex or religion, those are going to take a while for you to find somebody because not everybody's going to agree with your. Ideas and ideologies. Yeah, at that point, you just gotta, you just gotta find somebody in that path. Mm -hmm. You have to literally. Because I mean, like, and you get, and I mean, I feel like a big part of when it comes to it, you know, that's why I said that you know, we spoke about the whole comfortability levels because we're talking about that. But don't, yeah. don't force yourself to do things that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be a hundred percent wanting for this to happen. I feel mm -hmm. like that's huge. Because you could regret doing something in the beginning, and then right then and there, the relationship just goes mm -hmm. downhill, just because of that one incident, which is yeah. which is it's just heartbreaking. Like if that didn't happen, what would it look like? <laughs> I mean, it's been <laughs> definitely the first six months can make or break a relationship. And as a former simp, I just want to note that self-reflection is key. Communication is the driving force. Because without that, our relationship would not have worked out. And patience. Patience is underrated. Not a lot of people have that. I think they like, yeah, they like to see past. They yeah. want to like, see through or like. Or like, if there's a problem, this is it. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Like, I don't like you. Like, <laughs> pretty much. That, that definitely was me. And I felt like that came from my mentality of like, I was never really accepted during my sleep days. And if this relationship doesn't work out, that's fine. Um, Janice graciously like taught me the idea of patience of like working through problems and working through situations that seem to be dire 
You seem to be on resolve. Yeah, I'll reserve. And so when you take the time to like talk to your partner and really talk about like, yo, this doesn't bother me. This doesn't bother me. This bothers me. <laughs> what can we do about this? If your partner is willing to hear you out and like listen to your complaints and make sure that you're feeling better at the end of the day, take that time and talk to them. Just want to really quickly just let me, you know, how long we've been dating. Oh, how long have we been dating? I don't know. <laughs> you brought it up. So you said it. it's been two years, a little over two. Yeah. 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 It's been a long time. <laughs> and so with. We're just saying that because we're speaking of these first six months. Definitely. So we've I mean, been through it. Yeah, we've definitely been through it. And none of it was easy. Yeah, I feel like you. I feel like a big part of that is you have to remove your old ways in some forms. Yeah, definitely. I'm like remembering, like walking away. That is a great. Like, if you have like toxic traits, I mean, some people may find that attractive. We get it. No, but that's we're not talking cute. to like that's, the people that's that want, where relationships are. We're talking to people that want a healthy relationship. Like you have to remove parts of your yeah. old ways. Like, and it's it's difficult. It's yeah. It's hard, but like if you want this person, you you really have to mm -hmm. like. And it, if it bothers them, you have to respect that. Like you have to just stop. Definitely. I mean, if it's something that you know that you're character can live without, like it's not a hardcore trait. Like she, whenever she got upset, she used to walk away. Yeah. From like the conversation, like, that would get me upset because that, that didn't mean like, the potential of it being resolved disappeared because she I'm walked I'm away. I'm annoyed, I'm irritated. Right. Away with it. And my, my toxic trait was just giving up for the and that led to the same result. The yeah. potential of it being resolved disappeared. And so I knew that that's something that I had to work on. So don't take this as, ah, what's the phrase? Like, it's not where, it's not something where somebody's forcing you to be someone you don't want to be. No, but it's it's forcing you to be if you want to be with that person and it's bothering right. them. I feel like it's forcing you to be in a space where you where this person can feel comfortable enough to be with you. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like that's what it is. Like if yes, it's something that you do, yes, it's a part of you, but if you want this person and you want to make this work mm -hmm. and you and you know it's toxic, like it's an actually toxic thing. Yeah. To the relationship, I feel like you'll 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 try to make it, let it go no matter what. Because there's like certain things. I mean, like I'm still human. She still has some of her traits, but it's it's less. It's more of me learning who she is, and then me understanding where that corner of her personality came from. So those are more manageable, but 
Things as barriers of like walking away from a conversation. Yeah, that's that's really that's really bad. Yeah. I don't do it. <laughs> and don't give up easily. Like if you really like this person, fight. Definitely fight. And if that person makes you realize how important they are to you, that's probably the person that you want to keep in your life, whether it's in a relationship or in a friendship. You know. Do you have anything else to say about phase two and beyond? I don't know. I just feel like the the work is is hard. Yeah. And I feel like it's still like you're still work. Like you yeah. feel like you work on it every single day. I don't feel like. I feel definitely less arguments. Yeah, definitely less arguments, but it's always it's always a learning moment. Yeah. And I feel like with the grace of patience is to realize that. Once you're able to communicate your like, feelings, your, your emotions, and you trust this person to understand that, yeah, you guys can work it out. You know, it, that part will be easy, and then the rest just comes following. Yeah. And I guess with that, that's our spiel from a former sin. And Madam Coquette. And if you guys don't know what a coquette is, look it up. I mean, she said the yeah, idea. Yeah, it's a woman who flirts. I don't. I'm not a coquette anymore. Okay, please understand that. Yeah, it's a French term for a woman who flirts. I just thought it would be a nice way to. I mean, I flirt with men, but that's it. <laughs> I just thought it would be a nice way to not pour a hole or something in a derogatory. The coquette is like a, a positive way to, you know. A sexy way, if you will, to denote a woman who likes to flirt and likes to, you know, play around with men. Play around with them. If you used to. I'll play around with them. I don't know. Let's end this episode right now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can find us on uh, Google Play, Spotify, Apple, Instagram. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Spotify, Google Play. I think that's yeah, the Mm-hmm. But we're just letting you know. And that's so cool. These are things that we've learned, that we have learned. 
right? That you know, those are in your in your mind. He will do not be blind. Don't be God is one year better Jerry. Alright, people, keep it easy and stay calm, stay